What's up, gamers? My name is Chris, and thank you so much for being here for episode four, season two of HBG Horton Brothers Green Video Game Podcast. Of course, joining me is my two awesome brothers, Scott and Zach. What's up, brothers? What it what do? And today's going to be a fun episode, guys. We got some awesome games to talk about. And we're going to remind you real quickly here to make sure you go on iTunes and leave us a little review. Five stars and leave a comment down there and let us know how awesome we are. Or yeah, if you think we're okay, that's fine. We'll take it. <laughs> just just, yeah, just let them just know don't tell who's us, the favorite. It's me. Yeah, just don't tell them we suck, man. Yeah, don't, don't tell don't tell us we suck. I mean, that hurts us for you. Well, if he if if you know if they suck, tell them it's fine. Just you know, just remember to leave me out of that. Well, if you want to tell us you, that we suck, just go to our um, Twitter accounts and stuff and bash yeah, us there. Twitter That's stuff. where it all fits in anyway. Well, I can get some uh, maybe some more followers if people like talk to me on Twitter. Yeah, at Genova Destro. At Genova Destro, he needs some friends. Go talk to him, people. Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets he gets lonely. You know, he's only got the one friend. What? Who's that? Myself, right? <laughs> the other mental thing that's leaving inside you. I don't know what it is, but something. I guess it could be Chris, but that's your name. I am your friend. Well, actually, I'm your brother, so yeah, I have I to be your friend. I don't, what, well, does that you count? You don't really have to. It counts. Okay. All right. Plus, we do a podcast together, which is our nineteenth. Uh, Pod episode of a podcast that we've done together. So all right, I'm going into more. retirement. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hit that twenty mark. I promise. Twenty podcasts, then you retire, right? It's just like twenty yep, years think- of uh, working for a company, then you retire. Something uh, like that. Maybe I guess I don't know if it works that way or not. Some people work for like two years at jobs, and then they show up acting like they're retired. Yeah, they don't do anything. Yep. That's right. Hey, I know those Oops. people. Hey, who's that? That's my phone. Hello. Well, hello. Let's answer hello it on the, on the podcast. I we can hear them. Hello. Okay. Hello. <laughs> hey, well, Steven, you're on the podcast, bro. What up? Hey, Steven. What's up? Uh, I bet he can't Zach hear and Scott us, say so. hey. Um, hey, uh, ask him if he needs any computer parts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach wants to know if you need any computer parts. Zach wants to know if you have any computer parts. No, needs any. Needs I don't any. have any extras that I'm not using. No, he nah, doesn't need I, any. You asked him if he had any. I, he doesn't need any. He doesn't. Oh, I've got a new <laughs> motherboard here. It's in Ram. So what's up, bro? <clears throat> He's calling you back. I didn't tell playing Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Well, good. enjoy your Dark Souls, my friend. I'll, I'll talk to That's you That's one morning. hell of a game right there. <laughs> Dark Souls is rough as hell. Our brother. So it's a cameo right, from Steven. Yeah, cameo from Steven. Sorry, a good friend of mine. And friend to Scott and Zach as well. Yeah, I don't hate him. <laughs> yeah, he's a good fella. Um, so let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Let's do that. Um, Got a few things on retirement? the agenda here. Was after retirement. We'll talk about retirement after. Okay, so we'll retire after the show. Yes, I think that's a good time to do it. Got it. So, of course, we're going to talk about retro game. We're going to talk about a current day game. We're going to talk about a future game. Future game. We also have a special segment for you today. We're not going to have a soundtrack spotlight for this episode. 
What? We are going to have a extended version of Scott Scorn. Yeah. It's about a 12-minute uh, Scott Scorn. It's pretty awesome. Hey, Dang, did I did I get 12 minutes out of that? I was thinking it was around 10. But When do 12, I get a copy good. of this Scorn? Uh, we'll send it to you after we get done recording. You bastards. But we'll be playing <laughs> it between um, our retro game, and we'll play it between retro and current day. And uh, enjoy it. It's an awesome, awesome rant by Scott. I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, then today's topics are retro is a game called Bloody Roar. Bloody Roar. Uh, and I will admit to you guys right now, I have not, don't have a lot of knowledge about this game. Well, me and Scott played so, it. You, you. Yeah, it was around. it was a great fighting game, man. It was it was a lot of fun. We yeah, played so we'll this learn after together. I think Scott was living in an apartment and where he's at now. And uh, we played it then. It wasn't when it came out. We played it way after. Yeah, yeah, it was later. It was a lot later. Well, we're, the me and the uh, listeners are going to learn together about this game today. Yeah. So Bloody Roar sounds pretty fun. Uh, um, <laughs> and Scott will be presenting that. I don't know about fun. Uh, it tried to capitalize on a genre at that time, but we'll talk about it later. Um. And of course, I'm bringing you guys the current day game. It's a game I just got through playing. It took me a whole whopping three hours to defeat. It is called Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. It's a remake of the 1990s version of a 16-bit Sega Genesis game. And it's like a 2.5D game now. So it's pretty fun. We'll talk about that. And our future game is a game that looks pretty sick, Zach. And uh, I'm glad you decided to talk about this game. I looked at some trailers and stuff before we started recording. The game is called Mortal Kombat 11, and it That's absolutely correct. looks kick-ass. Yeah, course, it does. It looks badass. Of course, we all know I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan anyway, so, yeah. I, I didn't even give these kids notes on it, guys. We I just told them, I said, watch some trailers. We'll talk about those, because you don't need any notes on this damn game. No, we definitely don't. It's pretty sweet. So, having said all that... I think it's time to start the episode. I'm I'm here. I'm li- I'm listening. Let's go. So Scott, <clears throat> Mr. Retro today. Talk about Bloody Roar, my friend. We'll see what's up. All right. So Bloody Roar, I don't exactly remember when we got it to play it. I think it was in uh like oh one, oh two, something like that. Yes. Anyway, this this game was released originally for arcade in 1997 it was july of 97 in north america and in november it was released in japan on the playstation and october of the same year was released in north america for the playstation europe it came out march of 1998 Uh, europe always getting the shaft man yeah i know right uh the developers were a company named raising and that was the arcade version, and Hudson Soft was on the PlayStation. And Hudson of course it was, Soft. It was published by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PlayStation. Ooh, I just tapped my microphone. That's going to be for you guys. The um, <laughs> it, genre of the game, of course, it was a fighting game, and, and the, premise, the premise was unique at the time. It was uh, a game where all the characters had an alternate form. They could all morph or transform into an animal of some type. I mean, you had 
you had a lion, you had a tiger, there was a, a rabbit, a fox, a bear, uh, a giant gorilla. I mean, these guys, you know, <clears throat> and they had, you know, different special moves that they could do in either form, either as a human or as a, uh, a beast. And it was a lot of fun to play, I thought, at the time. Of course, this is back, you know, you're looking at 1997 PlayStation graphics, which were all polygonal, and there was a lot of lines and stuff. I mean, it reminded me a lot of Virtua Fighter. Do you remember that game? A boar, yeah, a bear, a couple of deer. <clears throat> oh, I yeah. remember Virtua Fighter. I played it some. Virtua it Fighter was, uh, was great. And that yeah, was at the it arcade was, a lot, but then they put it. They did put it on the PlayStation later. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it was the same same kind of animation style, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were upgraded a little bit. Yeah, because you also had, it was uh, Tekken. Um, right. I'm not sure exactly when Tekken released, but Tekken sh- should have been out during this game when it came out. I do believe it was. Yeah, but Tekken Tekken's animation style was a little smoother. The uh, there weren't as many. It it was there, a little more optimized. I give you that because it was. Yeah. It was more popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was a fighting game. Like I said, it was, it was in the style of, of like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Mortal I mean, an, inter- Kombat. an interesting fact, Bloody Roar, as it was known on the PlayStation, also had two other titles. In the arcade in Japan and Europe, it was known as Bloody Roar Hyper Beast Duel. And in... America, when it first came out in the arcade, it was called Beasterizer. Now that <laughs> that is fuck? a very unoriginal title. All right, I mean that was that's, just weak. It's like uh, Mitch Hedberg said. Uh, you know, you just uh, tell say what the thing does, and you put an ER at the end. <laughs> exactly. It's a fresher. Well, fuck, I'm going on break. All right. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like something you would put on a. Some kind of, like, instead of like meat tenderizer. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's a fresher. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a beasterizer. It's, it's what you put on it if you want to, you know, feed it to the tigers at the at the zoo or something. I don't know. I'm gonna beasterize you <laughs> all over the wall. Do you beasterize what you're doing right now, sir? <laughs> oh my God. So I mean, Stop you know, touching the uh, yourself, please. The storyline of this game was interesting. It was it dealt with the uh, the group of characters. They were called zoanthropes, and I'm assuming that means, hmm. you know, because they were able to change into different animals and not just so werewolves. What's a you know, werewolf? a lycanthrope. Uh, yeah, a lycanthrope, lycanthrope is right, a werewolf. Yeah. I mean, it, so it was it was it was a it was a variation on a theme, I, and they were trying to capitalize on on you know that kind of it thing. It wasn't a horrible time. game. It just wasn't the best game. Well, no, I won't say it was the best fighting game I ever played because that would be a lie. Now, it was a lot of fun to play. I if, enjoyed it. If they had done something like Killer Instinct did, you know, with the um, the big combos you could do to mm-hmm. people, yep. Yep. that would have been fucking sick as balls. But in, in yep. this case, you would get to, uh, you'd fill a meter, and then you would get the beast uh, word pop up, and then you could change. And then mm-hmm. the, if they block it or counter you, then... You had to fucking start over, right? So, but it was well. I mean, okay. you, your character, you know, you would morph into the beast or whatever, right? And you'd, and you'd, you'd fight be fighting this half human, half lion, or whatever character you happened to pick at the time, and you know, you fight until you got the, you know, until you got beat up, 
once you got beat beat up to a certain point, then your your morph <laughs> would go away. I mean, you know, you would turn back into a human and you get beasterized. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You get beasterized. What would, what would happen if you got beat off? Uh, well, that I don't know because that feature wasn't in the game. He gonna beat you off with two hands. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna beat your dick off with two hands. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh wow, okay. That was uh, so, twenty one Jump Street, yeah. Yes, the new version, not the old. <laughs> the version new one, Johnny. Well, Johnny Depp technically said, was in it. So I don't know. He's like, I'm gonna beat your dick off with both hands. Oh my I'm god! Gonna beat your dick off with two hands. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I, you know. I don't think he knows what he's saying, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what he means is he's going to beat you so hard your dick's going to fall off. <laughs> that still didn't fix it, man. I, <laughs> I mean, you're still talking about touching somebody's still, dick here. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know. So <laughs> there's there's a lot of connotation there. <clears throat> anyway, so um. This game actually ended up being fairly popular. I mean, hell, it had they made four sequels. I mean, they it, did. it went, yeah. I mean, you know, so and each game, each each sequel, the 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 graphics, you know, of course, they got better because and technology, the technology they had got. If better. they did I mean, get better, then we had to kind of reevaluate where they were at their position and the mm. you know see about them retiring. Yeah, right. Uh, the game, you know, I just, I remember playing it a lot. I mean, me and Zach played it quite a bit. And then, uh, you know, my my friends that I, you know, knew from where I live now, we all kind of played. And we played this game, and there was another one. It was uh, an X-Men game, possibly called Mutant Academy. Um, I Maybe don't, it was, that was a fighting game also. But I we'll talk about we that in a different. GameCube, and we played the um, X-Men game that's on there. Now, that was, that was, um... What was that called? There was two of them. Part one and part two. I can't remember. X-Men Mutant Apocalypse or something like that. No, Mutant Apocalypse was a Super Nintendo game, I thought. May have been. Hold on. Anyway, that's that's a tangent. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. The game got a lot of... I mean, it got good reviews. Favorable reviews, I'll say. I won't say it was... You know, they weren't glowing or whatever, but uh, a fellow by the name of uh, Sushi X from Electronic Gaming Monthly said that the game's visuals definitely looked good, but when you got to see the characters engage in flashy combat, it was even more impressive. Um, Douglas Perry from IGN said that the graphics had great shadows and detailed textures in both the background and on the characters. And he also said that while the character design was cool looking, it was not addictive or moving. I'm not quite sure that was a good review. I think he's trying to touch know. himself while he's trying to write, so I don't know. <laughs> I was it's, like, what's this guy playing this for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's real pop, but real possible. He um, probably thought instead of it was called instead of it being called Beast Riser, he probably thought it was called Bestiality. <laughs> oh no! Oh my no, god! That's no. gross. Um, because <clears throat> and um, yeah, so. Uh, my impression, my my X- impression. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's it. Hold on, hold on. Okay, the guy that reviewed a, a Electronic Game Monthly, his name was Sushi X. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I want my name to be Chimichanga X. How about that? <laughs> Let's just have some food. That's it. <laughs> and there was a part two to that 
X Men <laughs> Legends. And yes, it was I, called Rise of Apocalypse. Right. So yes. You're close. I have. That's okay. I have. But I have both of those. I know somewhere because we played the shit out of them. Yeah. You also have my very expensive game up there somewhere. Hopefully, you didn't destroy it. Which one was that be? Uh, Eternal Darkness. Uh, did you not take it with you? Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't have that one anymore. I gave it back to you. Well, fuck! It better still be here. I'm gonna be mad. I'm sure it's in the drawer somewhere. Well, hopefully. Oh yes, the drawer. That's <laughs> where so you keep your sponges, right? That's right. <laughs> so, uh, my impression of the game, I really enjoyed the concept. I mean, the idea of being able to you fight with one. You start out with a human character and then you get to a certain point and you hit a button, you turn into this big mutant beast or whatever. And, and you know, you it just you flip back and forth to that as you fill up the, the beast meter. <laughs> the beastie meter. The beasterizer. Right. I'm feeling very beastie right now. Yeah. And it, it, it actually was, you know, it was an interesting dynamic. I mean, you don't see that. In a lot of games. I mean, now, later on, I think Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter both, they had this um, one game mode where you could pick, say, three fighters to to switch between as you were going through the match. You remember that particular yeah. game mode? Well, this is this sort of reminded me of that, where the you know you switch your character's form and during the match, and it changes their fighting style for for the most part. And so that was, I thought that was pretty cool. I liked the gameplay, the graphics of the game at the time. Yeah, they were okay for the, you know, they were, they were okay at the time. They were good. Now, I just thought of a good character they could do if they did remake this. What's Um, that? Like, just have a girl fighter and she's like really awesome. Mm -hmm. But then when she, you want to avoid becoming a beast because she turns into a llama and all she does is spit. Oh my god! A brand new llama. Watch out! They spit. Well, I mean, watch out! They spit. <laughs> they can haul uh, stuff for you and spit on you. That's it. They're gonna beastize um, you with their spit. Damn! Get it? Get it? Yeah. That's put, it. That's put it. meat into you know like a <laughs> a liquid. Oh kind of tenderizes god. it. Yeah. Oh dear! It's a lot of spit though. <clears throat> Um, I did go back and I did go to, you know, YouTube and, and look up some gameplay footage of, of this game. I don't know if you guys have or not, but the, the graphics did not age well at all. Well, of course not, man. It's like <laughs> I mean, fucking rolling a goddamn eight sided dice at each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking back at the, at the polygonal characters, I mean, it, like I said before, it reminded me of Virtua Fighter. It was the same graphical style. Um, but it had the same replays as Tekken. Yep. And, yep. uh, but they were all, oh my God. I'm like watching a video that you put into the channel. <laughs> I know, the right? The dudes' heads are bigger than their bodies. Yep. <laughs> but I think that was a code you could put in. It's like NBA Jam. Yeah, right? Yep. The big yep. head mode. So, I mean, you I, know. Like, we want to see the very fine details of their heads. <laughs> I mean that one of the characters on this game was a a girl, and she turned into a rabbit. That was her. It's like that the was fuck her like rabbits. Yeah, I mean you know that was her form. So I mean you know I'm like mm, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how that would work. But I think the wolf one was the one I played all the time, and you always got pissed off at me because I was kept doing the same move. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he does yep. the uh, backhand three times. Yeah. My 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 favorite character was the tiger. I liked the tiger. Now the one girl turns into a demon. Yeah, that's Yuriko or whatever yeah. her name is. Yeah. And Yugo was the wolf. Yeah. And then, like, I'm watching this video that you posted. It was showing the replay, and it made the most god-awful noise when she got knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't say a lot for their sound effects, man. And she's staying uh, a demon. She must have been the boss. Yeah, she was. She was, like, the, the one of the main main bosses at the end of the game. So I'm not sure how this was fair to any of the other beasts. It's like a like All a right. cow fell So in we're going to make sure that Chris puts that noise into the fucking Yeah, <laughs> replay I'm, this that, for you guys. You've probably already heard that. I'm I'm finding that noise. Do it. Oh, I mean it's right there in the video that Scott posted. All you got to do is record that shit, chop out the sound, be good. So yeah, that you guys have already heard that probably a couple times. <laughs> Cuz I said it. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, that was me. I'm surprised I didn't I got wake anybody think, up in the house. I was literally thinking that as I was making that noise, like, "Oh my gosh, I got to put that inside the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Have to. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> beast arising you right now. <laughs> the official yeah, just, sound of beast arising. <laughs> Hashtag I just, beast arise. I, when I saw that title, I was like, "What? Why?" <laughs> Please comment below on beasterization. Yeah, if you leave a review, put beasterizing is your jam. <laughs> it was, it was crazy, man. I, I just because I never, I never knew it was an arcade game or anything like that. I just figured, you know, PlayStation. And it's if you are an artist or can draw very well, or if you just like to submit some drawings, draw us a picture of beasterizing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing perverted. Okay, guys. Yes, no hentai. We don't need any well, of that. Well, God, that's, that's the what? <laughs> you know, I never thought that, you know, chickens were into uh, S&M. Didn't <laughs> oh, my God. They start hentying up each other. Oh, my you know? God. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tentacle coming right at me. I thought we were going to die or even worse. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking was, of that, I just finished Bayonetta the other day. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of hentai, dude, I swear to God, I was fighting one of the uh, bosses, and he had tentacle-looking things, but you had to run up them after you hit them in the face a few times, and <laughs> then when you run up there and you hit them harder, the thing actually starts puking it out, basically, and then oh, you wow. have to cut it off. It was oh crazy as fuck. Fun though. That game was it, it you know, I actually finally got to finish it, so I feel good about that. Just now I gotta play Bayonetta too, so Yeah. <laughs> then they're supposed to be making a part three. <clears throat> well, that'd be interesting. It, now Bayonetta, ain't that the chick whose clo <coughs> whose whose hair makes up her clothes? Yes. I thought so. And then in part two, she actually gets a haircut. She she got her haircut for that one. It's a little shorter. It's short, like a bob type uh, haircut. Oh, wow. 
Mm-hmm. She's also in Super Smash Brothers. She debuted mm-hmm. in Super Smash Brothers uh, 4, which was on the Wii U and the 3DS, I do believe. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Beast Rising. <laughs> yeah, so, um, like I said, the game was fun. I mean, I think it would be a... It would be a it would be a good game if they decided to do a, like a reboot or a remastered version. I would rather see Killer Instinct. Again. Well, true. Even yes, though there but... was a sort of one a couple of years ago, it didn't really impress me. I want to see one that has the original kind of shit in it, but it just looks better. That's all I yeah. want it to be. Just make it look better. I want it to be the exact same as it was before because I would love to take Orchid and her glow sticks and whoop the fuck out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I don't know the 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 concept was pretty cool. I liked the I liked the the changing into the the half human half animal thing and fighting. I mean, that was it wasn't a bad cool. idea. Too bad it didn't take off. Yeah, I mean you know it only had it only had five games in the series. It just didn't yeah, go anywhere. I don't know about yeah. all that. <laughs> I actually played the fir- I played the first three. <clears throat> they were all pretty cool. I thought I didn't play four and five, but. That's I guess, crazy. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I I don't know if they were on PlayStation Two or or what, but after I upgraded to PlayStation Two, I didn't well, play any more bloody roar games. You can still play the PlayStation One games. <coughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, Bloody Roar two four was on PlayStation Two. Bloody Roar Extreme was uh probably on PlayStation Two as well. Ah, Bloody Roar Primal Fury was in two thousand two, and that was on the GameCube. Yeah, didn't we play the GameCube version? I think so, and it actually looked pretty good. If you look at Bloody Roar and Bloody Roar two, uh, they were both on regular PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Part three and four were on PlayStation Two, and then Primal Fury was on the GameCube, but. <coughs> I remember the artwork for these games, so I don't know. Maybe I don't remember where we bought them or where you bought them. Probably at that video store. It was up there in Burnsville. All right. See. Well, <clears throat> let me. Do look you have any any here. other tidbits and stuff on bestiality? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I mean bloody, bloody roar, blo- <clears throat> bloody roar. Um, I, I, it's about all I, all the research I did. I mean, I could have listed out the names of the characters and told you about their backstories nah, and all man, that we good want stuff. These guys but, to check out the games. <clears throat> I mean, you just you know type it in and 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 Google search it. Go look it up on YouTube. I mean, you know, it's actually a pretty fun game to play or watch. You know, go check it out. Of course, that's you know by opinion. <clears throat> you know how opinions are. I kind of want to watch it now. I want to. I'm definitely going to watch some videos on it. Well, one thing you didn't mention is uh, the first three games were also in arcade and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was arcade now, versions of these <clears throat> games. If you want to try to hunt one of those down and play it, but you know it's probably not even worth it. Probably already scrapped could, all of those. Get a main cabinet that thing. Download some main ROMs. You know, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at a video right now from the GameCube version, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think we did play this because this I'm looks very sure familiar. We played the GameCube version more, and then there was one on the Xbox as well. Yeah, this version from the GameCube looks very familiar. 
and then we def we definitely played the one on PlayStation, the first two, and then oh, yes. the GameCube version. I know for sure. <clears throat> yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with it. Had a lot. We had uh, well, had you fun. Didn't really have much to do back then. You didn't. I mean, there was the internet, but it was dial up. Mm-hmm. So you didn't mm-hmm. really play too many people on the internet. Um, I think I I don't remember what year EverQuest came out, but a lot of people with dial up had EverQuest, and they got cracked into that, and blah blah blah, beasterized. <laughs> but anyway, as far as uh, as far as Bloody Roar goes, that's about all I want to talk about. I mean, you guys, listeners, go check it out. Look, give it a look, see, and. <clears throat> It's pretty fun, you know. Give it a shot. Oh yeah, definitely. I know I'm going to. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I watched you guys play this game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hearing you talk about it kind of makes me well. Your feel ass a little was bit. somewhere else usually. Yeah, I was. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up this segment. Then we'll go into a segment I think you guys are going to really enjoy. Scott <laughs> has some passionate feelings about. YouTubers and how they review games, and yeah, yeah, and it's really a very good Scott Scorn coming at you right now. And afterwards, we'll be talking about our current day game, Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse. So, come on, guys, stick around, huh? <laughs> oh, something wrong here. Oh no! <laughs> Enjoy the break. <laughs> Hey there, listeners. This is Scott with Horton Brothers Grimm. Thank you for joining me for another segment of Scott's Scorn. Today, we're going to talk about a little subject that I like to call the negative Nancys on YouTube, okay? Now, what I mean by that is there's a lot of uh, YouTubers out there, these guys they call influencers, who are in the gaming world and they, they make a lot of videos about video games and they, they post them on YouTube and um, if there's a video game that they find that they don't much like, if there's something bad about it that you know kind of rubs them the wrong way, they really, really pour their effort and, I don't know, energy into being super negative about the game and really bad-mouthing it and trashing it online. I mean, they... There's only a handful of them. I mean, I'm not going to name any names because, you know, I don't want to face any lawsuits for, I don't know, what's the word, defamation of character or uh, maybe some libelous statements or whatever. But the thing is, you know, these YouTubers, they get online and they get, they, they, they're sitting there in their little home and they're, they're, they're hanging out and they're, they're playing their video games and they run across a, a spot in a game that oh, just really might be hard or they might glitch a little bit or maybe something happens and they get DC'd from the server that they're on or maybe they don't like the story or the story isn't, I don't know, moving quite fast enough. I mean, you know, take... Because Bioware, I mean, just let, let's just take Anthem, for instance, okay? Anthem, I like Anthem. Anthem's a great game. I've had fun with it. I've enjoyed playing it. Excuse me, today, I mean, and you know, Anthem is a better game, in my opinion, than Destiny ever was. And I liked Destiny when it first came out. Now, I didn't play it, you know, much after a, after the first two or three expansions. I, I just kind of got bored with it. Same thing with Destiny 2. Destiny 2, I just got bored with it. It didn't, you know, it just wasn't something that I wanted to continue to play. Now, the thing about it is, 
These things that I'm saying right now are my opinions, okay? My opinions only matter to me. Nobody else cares about what my opinion is. I mean, just look at my YouTube channel or, you know, anything else that I've posted things to. I mean, you know, so I don't have a giant following. And so my opinion's not going to influence anybody's decision as to whether or not they go out and buy a game or, or go buy a movie ticket to watch whatever movie it is that they want to see. So what I'm running into here is that these guys, these, these influencers, these these big time YouTube video makers, these these guys that, that, that have sponsorships, they 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 get things handed to them, you know, by the by the gaming community and the gaming companies, the people, the publishers that make these games. They are sponsored and they get money and they have Patreon accounts. And they have all these big followings that they, you know, that they, they are so very proud of. The thing is, they're using their influence. They're using their their um, their fan base, okay? Their viewers, their 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 followers, if you will. They're taking their popularity, and they are using it to influence the games that these people are buying. That your average Joe video gamer out here, say, you know little Jimmy's over here and he's playing video games on his Xbox. Well, he he likes to watch YouTube videos because he likes to see what these guys, these big name, you know, really popular YouTubers have to say about this new game that's fixing to come out. He sees an advertisement for Anthem, right? So, he's kind of interested in buying this game. So, he he, he he's, he's played the demos, you know, and he, he understands that they're demos and that there's going to be glitches and that there's beta testing and all the other good stuff. He knows about all that because, you know, Jimmy's I don't know, maybe he's 15 or so, and he's he's just, you know, buying games sporadically because, you know, he doesn't have a steady job or anything like that. He's just got mom and dad giving him money, or maybe it's his uh, birthday present or a Christmas gift or something of that nature. But anyway, he looks up videos about Anthem, okay, on YouTube. He looks this up, and he's finding all these videos on Anthem and all these little thumbnails that say, Anthem sucks, Anthem's gonna go, Anthem's horrible don't play this game and he's like whoa why what's that about and he clicks on them and he's listening to these guys and they're talking so much crap about anthem oh it's horrible the story's bad it's not this company's best work it's ea messing things up it's it's glitchy it's this guy gets banned for using an exploit why did he get banned it's a single player game wham 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 people whining and bitching okay that's what they do they complain and they cry about it and then that influences little jimmy and jimmy's like well if all these bad things are happening I'm not going to go spend money on this game or I'm going to take this game back to GameStop or back to Walmart or back to whichever retail store he got it from or his parents got it from or, you know, wherever he got it. He's going to take it back and he's going to get money back for it. Well, he's going to trade it in for store credit or he's going to use it to get something else that he might want to play. Maybe another FIFA game or some kind of, I don't know, Formula One racer or something. He'll move completely away from the genre that he was going to play the game. So, you know. Because Anthem is a looter shooter, right? And it's a lot of fun, in my opinion. In my opinion. Let's get that clear. It's my opinion that this game is fun. I'm not telling you, listeners, to go out and buy it or to not buy it because of my opinion. See, the thing that I don't understand is, like I said, they, the YouTubers, they take their opinion and they put it on this video and they say it in such a way that they want you to believe that it is fact. Okay, They want you to believe that 
just because they don't like it, because their opinion is bad of this game, that you should have a bad opinion of it too. I don't agree with that. That's just not right. Just because I don't like something doesn't mean the next guy is not going to really enjoy playing it. I mean, I did a Scott Scorn segment a while back about Sea of Thieves. I played this game. I did not like that game. But, you know, let me tell you something. That game is actually very popular. There's a lot of people who play it. I don't understand why, but that's not important. It doesn't matter whether I understand it or whether I like it or whether I'm going to promote it. Because, and you know, I'm not. And I don't. But Jimmy might like it. Little Jimmy might really love that game. It might be right up his alley as far as, I don't know, pirate games, right? So who am I to say, don't go buy this game. Don't play this game. Don't, don't, don't participate in this, in this game. Okay. Don't do that. I mean, I'm not going to do that because that's just not my deal. I mean, I like video games. I've been playing video games since I was, I don't know. Let's just say for more than 30 years, I've been playing video games and I've always liked them. There's been a lot of games that I played that I liked that were really fun that, just, you know, they were they were fantastically awesome. I really enjoyed playing them. And then there were other games that I played that sucked balls, in my opinion. But, there again, my opinion. Just because, as I said, I didn't like it, doesn't mean that my brothers wouldn't have liked it. You see? Because there are games that they played that I didn't like, and there's games that I played that they didn't like. And that's how the world is. You don't get to tell people, hey, I think this game sucks, you don't need to go buy it. Don't spend your money on this game. Don't take the opportunity to form your own opinion about this game. Don't do it. And the same goes for the movie industry, the, you know, the entertainment industry in general. I don't understand the negativity. I don't understand why these people are so popular and they're using the popularity to bash movies they bash the movies like this uh captain marvel okay I, I think it looks like it'd be a pretty cool movie i saw the previews the previews looked pretty good a lot of people didn't like the previews apparently a lot of people don't want to see the movie but the thing is people are basing their ideas about this thing on the fact that the star of the movie apparently is some kind of idiot i mean she said a bunch of things that, that didn't that kind of rub people the wrong way i don't know what she said I didn't see the video, I didn't read the interview that she did, but because of the interview that she did, apparently she had some bad things to say about white guys, I don't know, they're bad-mouthing this movie, they're, they're, they're dogging it out, saying, hey, don't watch this movie, it's gonna suck, it's gonna be bad, it's gonna be SJW material, it's gonna be some kind of social justice statement on feminism, and blah, 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 blah. I could not care less, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm going to go watch the movie because, first of all, it's based on a superhero a comic. It, it has lots of cool explosions and special effects, it seems. And I really like that kind of stuff. So, I'm a comic book collector from way back. That's my thing. That's what I used to do when I was a kid. That, beside, and, that and play video games, that was my deal. And so, anyway, I've rambled on for 10 minutes or so to say this. These negative Nancys that are on YouTube that are constantly dogging out and complaining and whining and crying and bitching and griping, saying all these bad things about these video games that they just didn't like or that might have had a small glitch here or there, they're really starting to piss me off, and I don't like it. 
I don't like the way it affects the, 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 the video game. I don't like the way it affects the community. I don't like the way it hurts the industry. I don't like the way it hurts the way that games are developed. I think they should really stop and look at what they're doing and think about it. Because if they keep on, they're eventually going to get to the point where the negativity is going to spread so far that these game developers are going to be like, you know what, fuck it, I ain't making no more video games, I'm done with this, let's find something else to do. We'll go make mobile games or some shit. And then they'll catch flack and, and negativity over that. So, I just don't know. I don't know what to say. Other, other, other than, you know, just cut it out, okay? Stop being such a negative Nancy. Just let it go. If you don't like the game, don't play it. If you don't like the game, don't make videos about it. If you don't like the game, don't review it. Because you have to play the game for a little while before you actually do a review. And if you don't like the game, you if you're going to do a video, if you're going to make a review, you get on there, you play the game on video, and you say, look, this game's not really my cup of tea. There's this, 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 and, and these things that I've listed. Are there, there are issues that look like they could be fixed or that they need to be fixed, in my opinion. And once they get that fixed, then this game will be solid. Say stuff like that. Don't say, this story is mediocre. This, this game is horrible. The combat is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. You're hurting the industry, guys. I've been guilty of it. That Scott Scorn segment that I did about Sea of Thieves. I was bad-mouthing that game just because I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it played. It was clunky. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. And I, I realized my error. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have been so negative about that. I shouldn't have said, hey, I wouldn't play this game because that's not my right. It's my right to state my opinion and say, guys, I think this game sucks. But it's not my right to tell you not to go buy it. Not to go play it. Not to go buy the ticket at the movies to watch the movie. It's not my job to do that. I'm not a, a paid film critic. I'm not a paid video game critic. I'm not, by any any definition of the term, a video game expert of any kind. I'm just a gamer. I like to play. So anyway, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it was a lot of fun. I hope you got some information out of it. And if you don't like it, that's your opinion, right? My opinion, your opinion, everybody's got them. It's the way of the world. Anyway, now I guess it's time to get back to the show. Here we go. All right, gamers, welcome back. Thanks for listening to Scott Scorn. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you took some notes there. I think the stuff you brought up in that uh, segment, Scott, is actually very um, accurate. I think some YouTubers, once they find something in a game that they don't like, and it's by a certain company, they will just hammer it. Oh yes, definitely, and it, and it's it's not just video games. Like, like I said in the segment, you know, it's not just video games they do that with. I mean, hell, they find a movie that that's coming out, and and just I mean, they they just hammer the hell out of it when they 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 somebody says something they don't like, or or you know, they they think there's somebody trying to push some agenda or whatever. I got you know? a word for that. <clears throat> What's that? Millennial. Yes, yes, those are bad. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, bad. you know, I wouldn't say if you're they're a millennial all bad. Listen to this. I'm sorry, but <laughs> there are some stereotypes out there, and some of you guys do fall into that shit. 
and it is awful. I mean, you got your hipster douchebag. I mean, they're they're all, you know, there's good stereotypes and there's bad ones, and most of the time, all you hear is bad ones. Yep. Well, you know, yep. it goes all it all falls back on the the whole uh, opinion thing. Remember, like I like I was talking about. If you don't you know, like my opinion, then get the fuck out. Everybody's entitled to their own, and you know, it's like. <clears throat> Like somebody once said, you know, everybody's got opinions and everybody's got buttholes too, and they all stink, right? All right. My my one thing I would add to it is say this it's okay to have your opinion, but one thing I would encourage anybody to do is just ignore it. Keep it to yourself. Go give, no, go get your your own opinion. That's right. Yes. Go watch it, play it, whatever it is, and get your own opinion. Don't just take. Some YouTuber that you that you like as the fact that, that that's the truth about it. You know, go check it out for yourself. I yes, do. definitely. Constantly at work. <clears throat> I, I your would own it, opinion. It's like well, and as I said at the you know close to the, in in the segment, I, you know, form your own opinions about things, man. You know, don't um, don't just take what like Chris said. Don't just take the YouTubers at their word. Don't take them what they have to say as law. Cause it's not, it's not, it's their opinion and everybody's got their own, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, keep an open mind about things. Don't just dog something because somebody didn't like it. <clears throat> exactly. Make in your, in your, you're going to end up missing something that you would probably really enjoy mm-hmm. if you don't go out and experience it for yourself. All right, so let's talk about the current day game. It's a game. Mickey Mouse. I, it's got Mickey Mouse. Mickey oh, Mouse. Oh, Zach, you're such a, you're such a sleazebag. <laughs> oh. Okay, I think Mickey's had a little too much to drink, and he should get his hand out of my pants. <laughs> come, on, come, come on, come on, Zach. We love each other. Huh? I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh, my you. God. <laughs> we can make beautiful children. Huh? No, anyway. Let me get Papa Smurf oh out here. <laughs> My Mickey Mouse is terrible, but <laughs> the, this game, Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse, is not terrible. Um, one thing I would say that a, a lot of gamers would probably complain about this game is that it's very short. It took me three hours to beat it. Why would you complain about that? I don't, I'm just saying in this day and age, mm-hmm. there's people yeah. that would. Well, tell yeah, me. Well, there's, there's the not original. enough. Tell go play the original and see if they beat it in three hours. I bet you they don't. No, there's they not enough. The there's not enough content. There's not enough to do. Well, get up off your ass and find it. a fucking job. That would. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Me, I'm sorry. That's what I'm talking. About. I'm sorry, guys. It if you don't probably... have a job, then fucking get one. But anyways, move on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. I would take. I've, I had fifty percent achievements on this game playing it for three hours. So I figured if you put a couple more hours into it, you could get all the diamonds. Could uh, get all the magic cards. You could get all the Donalds jalapenos. But just keep in mind, you get absolutely nothing for being a fucking completionist. Complete. Yeah, the but thing you get extra outfits and stuff for Mickey. But That's okay, you get all these extra outfits. What are you gonna do with them? Yeah. Then you're gonna replay the fucking game just where you can see the you outfit. Might. No. Well, no. No, well, but I'm saying. <clears throat> well, was game, there was there replayability on this game, Chris? The replayability will be for somebody who really enjoys Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so no, enjoys Disney characters. <laughs> no, they enjoy Disney characters <laughs> and the funny dialogue of the. the I love uh, Disney characters. Everybody knows I love fucking Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's, well, that's got a, Disney characters in it. There's a guy that does voiceover the entire game for it, right? And it's the classic guy who's say you know remember the goofy sports mm. cartoons and stuff, and they had yeah. an announcer yes. guy that would right give you like information. Same thing for this. He's constantly okay. talking and stuff over the game. It's really really entertaining. <laughs> so it's like watching an old Disney cartoon, then. Yeah, it is, it's, and it's oh, that's cool. That's where your replayability would be if you enjoy rewatching Mickey Mouse cartoons because it's not going to be any like unlock. You can't. You're not going to unlock any secret levels or anything like that. Mm. But you do have collectibles. Um, mm. and I mentioned those what those were. Right. Now this game was released. Believe it or not, it was released six years ago. Well, almost six years ago, mm-hmm. five and a half years. Um, it came out on PlayStation Three on the September third of two thousand thirteen, and on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and Windows the very next day, September fourth, twenty thirteen. The original <laughs> game was on Sega Mega Drive and Genesis. Yes, never on there Nintendo. A, never. It was an exclusive title for Sega because Sega makes the game. Ah, yes. Um, I wonder how they is. pulled off that since Nintendo had the other Mickey games. Well, you know, it, I think at that point in time you had studios sharing the love because Sega Genesis was a very popular console. Yeah, of course. And it did compete yeah. with the Super Nintendo. And so they wanted to get their products out there to all people. They want everybody to have access to Mickey Mouse because why not? True. So, So the 16-bit version was yeah on the genesis on the mega drive in europe and it was very much a different game because it was it was it was purely side scrolling and it was much more difficult oh wow this this game so is what? a 2.5 oh 2.5 gotcha yeah all right so it's still classic side scrolling but you have 3d elements in there where he can like especially on some certain puzzles in certain areas he can move up and down the the level and uh, it's really neat. It's a lot of cool illusion things. There's one thing you had to look at a mirror to cross these uh, these little tiles, but you had to look in the mirror to see which ones you could step on and which ones weren't really tiles. Oh, hey. So, That's cool. So, so yeah, they were it was really cool. Magic tiles. They were. They were magic. It's a castle of illusion. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, Maleficent was there? Well, I will say this. Maleficent <laughs> does make an appearance. All right. See, that's all I need to know. I'm, I'm going to go um, play this now. Yeah, Maleficent makes an appearance. I'm not going to say where because I don't want to spoil it. Um, but did you ever play the Mickey game on the Wii where you had to one? draw? I didn't play it, but I have um, and I have intentions to play it because after playing this game, I want to play more Mickey Mouse games. Yeah, so you had to do these puzzles with the little stylus and stuff. It's pretty crazy. And they also had it on uh, the, I think it was the 3DS. Yeah, Epic, had a part Epic, two Mi- as well. Epic Mickey. Yeah. Epic Mickey, and then they had a part two come out for the Wii U. Yes. Um. So, Mickey Mouse games are pretty fun. I love this one. This one was fun. Castle Illusion. Really cool. Just, the three hours I played it, I enjoyed every hour of it. It was really fun. It was just a... You play right through it, and it's got a lot of action. It's got funny characters. It's got uh, fun bosses. Uh, is it a difficult game? No. You're not going to get a big challenge. From it. There's certain parts in the game that are a little tougher because the platforming is a little tough, but it's not outrageous. Hmm. You know, it's not Cuphead. You know, you're not, you're not playing a Cuphead game. <laughs> Fuck Cuphead. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but it's cool. Mickey, uh, <clears throat> Mickey Mouse 
It's well, the, the game is beautiful. That's one thing I'll say. It's again, the graphics are just so pretty. Um, and it does put you into a Disney, like a Mickey Mouse cartoon or movie or something. Nice. Um, all the levels are re envisioned versions of the original game levels. So they, they didn't, they are staying true to the original game, but they just enhanced it and made it a little cooler. They added like the 2.5D elements and some different puzzles and things and some different enemies. Um, the castle is more fleshed out in the original game. There was, the castle was just cuts like transition stuff. Yeah. You transition through the castle. But here you actually have a fleshed out castle. It reminds me of Mario 64 princess castle. You go in and you're like, Oh, you got to have this many stars to get into here. And you got to have this many, this is the same way you had to have so many diamonds to make it into this area. Oh, cool. So they did it, did a lot of that based on, it looked like a lot like Mario 64. Uh, they had to have copied that. And what was cool is after you play more levels, the castle would get filled with paintings and different things that you could go look at. And be based on characters that were in those levels, it'd be a nice little painting of them somewhere, and you could go check them out. So it gave you some things to explore and read about in the castle as you completed the levels. Sweet. Um, and the goal of this game is... Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse are on a picnic, having a good day, and the witch Miserable shows up and steals Minnie and wants to steal her beauty. Hmm. Because Miserable is an ugly witch, and Minnie is a beautiful <laughs> mouse. And, <clears throat> nice so play then, on words there, Miserable. Yeah, Miserable is a, like, I love that name for a witch. That's great. <laughs> um, I, I really, whenever it's started the game and it's like oh no the announcer guy's like oh no miserable is kidnapping Minnie <laughs> and I'm like holy crap miserable that's awesome and so that's the plot you're just and Mickey Mouse has to go find her and guess what she's in the castle of illusion so he has to go there hmm. so pretty basic plot yeah um, you have you know several different bosses you have to find the rainbow gems to create the rainbow bridge where you can get to the part of the Castle of Illusion that Miserable is holding Minnie. So what you do is you go through the levels and you get... Each level consists of three acts. And first two are just... You know, you're going through trying to collect the diamonds and you're also collecting the magical cards and the chili peppers, which unlock different costumes and things. And then once you get to those things, you actually run back through the level and have to find the exit. And you find the exit. After you find the first two exits, boom, you find a boss. Okay, and it sticks with that. That that is your. <laughs> it's a pretty basic formula for most yeah. games. I mean, you know, of that style. Mm-hmm. It, they didn't stray too far. They didn't try to. They not try to reinvent the wheel here. It's not. It's not right. an invention. It's just a game. It's it's a fun game. The announcer guy is really awesome. I think most people are going to enjoy him. Uh, the way the things he comments on and how he interacts with what's going on at the at that point in the game. Hmm. That's one of the things I really enjoyed about it. Um, now, this remake was developed by Sega. And in April 2013, they announced that it was going to be uh, coming out. Uh, it was developed by Sega Studios Australia. And they no longer exist. This was the last game they created. Oh, wow. And it was actually uh, supervised by the original creator of Castle of Illusion. His name is Shigenori Kamiya. No, wait, no, wrong name. Sorry, I apologize. Abiko Yamamoto. 
was the original game director. I mm. read down too far. <laughs> um, <laughs> the soundtrack, Darn if I was going to do a soundtrack spotlight in this episode, it would be on this game because the soundtrack is beautiful. They remastered it. Uh, they kept songs from the original and they added some new ones. And mm. the composer is Shiganori Kamiya. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's got full voice acting for Mickey Mouse, so oh, oh my god, oh, you know it's a, the actual Mickey Mouse voice is there. It's really well done, and the narration is by Richard McGonagall, the guy I was talking about. He's really does a great job with it. That's it's really cool. entertaining. And we'll talk about some reviews for the game. Just a couple here. Uh, it's received for positive reviews. Uh, the Metacritic score for it right now is seventy-two out of a hundred. It's a pretty it's- solid score. It's not bad. And that's for the PS3 version. That's 67 out of 100 for Xbox 360. So I don't know how the hell they messed up five points worse on the X360, <laughs> but whatever. Well, as you know, probably the the Xbox players were just like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm not I'm not reviewing a game. No. But <laughs> yeah, like, Mickey Mouse, screw it. <clears throat> um, IGN gave it a score of 6.7, praising its presentation. Um, and it critiqued its slippery controls and short length. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, IG, IGN's like, this game's not long enough. But I'm thinking, to me, it was a perfect length. It was just right. I would not have wanted to play it longer than three hours to beat it if they'd mm-hmm. added a bunch of other nonsense to it. Those, the levels were laid out perfectly, and it flowed really well. So three mm-hmm. hours, to me, was a great experience. And it was right. three hours of great experience. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Joystick gave it a 4 out of 5 stars it's a That's great good. remake and a showcase for the key elements that make a great platformer and I agree with that it's a great platformer I love platformers this game got me in the mood to play in uh, I want to see Mario. you play Mega Man I can play Mega Man I got yeah. Mega Man 11 now so oh. maybe I will play oh, that oh do you I do hmm. could have yes, a race I do. we could You'd probably win because I haven't played it. <laughs> I had to play it and see. <laughs> I bought the um, game. I have the game. And there's a lot of games I haven't finished yet. That's why I was telling y'all about Bayonetta earlier. I actually finally finished a fucking game. And I don't know how long it's been since I finished a game. Man, I couldn't tell you when the last time was I actually played a game from start to finish. Well, I did. I did it the other day. I beat Castle of Illusion. Yes, it only <laughs> took three hours, but I did it. <laughs> That's okay, though. That's fine. Um, it was really fun. My final words on it is great game. I bought it for $3 on the Humble Bundle Store. Um, great price. Um, I just recently went to Disney World, so I was in the mood for some Disney stuff. And this game, I just happened to see it on the store for $3, <laughs> and I picked it up. And I'm glad I did. It was, I really enjoyed it. Really, really did. It was fantastic. Uh, highly recommended as a platformer. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Cut it out. So do you guys have anything you would like to add to this? I do not, sir. I think you did a great job describing this game and your enjoyment for it. Well, thank you. <laughs> yes, well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> Wonderful game. Check it out. Beast Rise. All right, so you got to Beast Rise yourself, son. <laughs> I'm Go get Beast oh, got the snort left out of that. That's great. When a problem comes along, 
Beast of Razzle. Oh, yes, baby. <laughs> a new Devo song oh, coming this, this summer. <laughs> Beast of <Razzle. laughs> We could probably do that to the... I don't know. I don't think you could do it to Michael Jackson's Beat It. We could try it. No, no. Too many syllables, man. <laughs> Beast of Razzle. Beast of Razzle. <laughs> Oh, it'd be hard to come up with some words to rhyme with it. Yeah. But hey, we're going to take you into the wonderful world of a commercial. And we're going to come back <laughs> and talk about Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's some beasts arising in that game. Oh, oh I no bet doubt. there's some. Yeah. I'm not even saying <laughs> So, guys, enjoy this quick break, and we'll see you in just a moment. Hello, HBG listeners. This is Chris, and I'm here to briefly tell you about some places you can find our podcast that you may not have thought of. Now, of course, you're listening to us right now on your favorite provider, but if you want to change providers, I want you to know where you can find us. So, first off, you can find us at HortonBrothersGrim.com, which will take you straight to our Podbean webpage. That'll update our episodes as soon as they're released, so check that out. Save it on your bookmarks and all that good stuff, so you can listen to it on your desktop. That'll be great. Of course, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and most other places you can find a podcast. Usually, you can download a, one of those apps that lets you search for podcasts everywhere, and you'll find us there, Horton Bros. Grimm. So, make sure you're listening to us in your favorite place, so you can access us anywhere and with ease. Alright, and I also want to encourage you to check out our YouTube channel, where you can find past episodes of all of our podcasts. And special videos of us three knuckleheads playing some games together, having a good time. Or you can also see us do some solo live streams. So please go and subscribe and click that notification bell so you'll be notified when Horton Brothers Grimm's live on our YouTube channel. And I just want to encourage you to check out one of the videos there because it's my favorite. It is a speed run race between Zach and Zach. If you remember, our stepbrother Zach joined us for an episode 7 of season 1. He will be joining us again soon, so we'll see you soon, Zach. And then, of course, Zach from Horton Brothers Grimm, they race in Mega Man X, and it is so fun. They see who can make it the furthest in one hour. So check that video out. It's really fun. I'll link it right down in the description of this podcast. So please click it, give it a like, give it a watch. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, well, that's all from me for now. I'll quit rambling, and we're going to get back to our existential nonsense. All right, gamers, welcome back. I uh, hope you enjoyed that commercial. You've heard it four times already if you've listened to all these podcasts for season two. But mm-hmm. just go follow us on all those social medias and find us, you know, where podcasts are available because we're everywhere. You can do that commercial for Disney with you guys just chatting away there. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Disney. The Disney World trip was super fun. And Scott went last year. And we're talking about holding hands and such. Yeah, we were. We want to hop down through Hollywood Studios holding hands getting on the rock and roller coaster. I think they call it skipping. Because it's freaking <laughs> awesome. And yeah. It's good no. times. Good times. <laughs> but one thing you won't find at Disney is a Mortal Kombat ride. So we're going to talk to we you about have Mortal one of Kombat. Those. I, would, I would gladly participate in that. Oh, it would be sick if they do something. I'm not sure who would have the right. Warner Brothers, what do they have? Six Flags? I don't know. Yeah, I think Warner Brothers is associated with Six Flags. So. Cool. Didn't I know um, that? Because like, they have all the Looney Tunes stuff at Six Flags. Nice. Okay. 
Was Looney, Tune- Looney Tunes always Warner Brothers? Yes. Always? I'm sure. Pretty sure. Mary Melodies, Looney Tunes. As far as I know, it's always been Warner Brothers. In its current state, it's a Warner Brothers. So I figured that's where they would have something like that. So I don't know. I don't know. If Six Flags would... Maybe they could do something like that for their Fright Fest that they do. Mm-hmm. But we're here to talk about some Mortal Kombat 11. So, Zach, won't you start us off and get us a little... Get some details going here. Okay, on Mortal Kombat 11, or do y'all want the details on Mary Melodies? <laughs> <laughs> Share it what you want. It's your segment. Okay, we'll talk about Mortal Kombat 11 for now. We'll go back to Mary Melodies later on when it's not recording time. because they haven't always been fucking Warner Brothers but anyway uh, moving on um, everybody hopefully that is listening to this podcast has had some form of Mortal Kombat experience whether it be arcade a console PC fucking Handheld. handheld shit uh, and if they haven't, they have lived a deprived and unhappy life. Yes, you have not lived. Note to self, I do not want to live. No, it's a joke. <laughs> that came from a good movie called Dirty Work. Is that yeah, correct? I mentioned it a few times. <laughs> it's so, great. Go watch it. Great movie. Please, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch the damn movie and quit playing around. What are you doing with your life? Shit. <laughs> Anyways, so Mortal Kombat 11 is actually set to come out on PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. So you have some type of way to play this damn game, and mm. I'm pretty sure it's going to be spectacular. Sort of like, uh, you know, that girl off of Seinfeld. They're real and they're spectacular. That's correct. There we go. <laughs> I knew it was coming. And Terry her Hatcher. name is yeah. I was gonna say Terry Hatcher there. So, thank you, Terry Hatcher. Um, anyway, <laughs> or Terry Hatcher's <laughs> parents, really. You know, whatever. It's like. <laughs> 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 so of course, Mortal Kombat Eleven Two and a Half D game uh, has been for a while now. Um, you know, once everybody started, they tried a Mortal Kombat Three D. It was Mortal Kombat Four. It was more clunky than what they were hoping for i'm guessing yeah now that was that was the one where you could you it, you could change and like summon weapons sp- yeah you could summon weapons and then change you could move around the characters yeah, that you that, were fighting yes instead of having to jump over them right, right? sort of like yeah, the like thing tekken did back in the day you could uh, move mm-hmm. around and tekken was really the first one i remember doing that Right. Um, of course, when you talked about Bloody Roar, uh, they did the same thing in Bloody Roar. Mm-hmm. Um, as mm-hmm. the Street Fighter was, uh, you know, t- you know, basically two D, but because you couldn't move out of the way of anything, but it was still right. fun. Um, Mortal Kombat Eleven is set to come out uh, in America uh, April twenty third of this year, two thousand nineteen. Uh, Europe. Uh, one section of Europe is going to get it the same day. There's another section of Europe. I'm not sure uh, what Europe NS is. Um, anybody know that abbreviation? That's going to be May no. 10th uh, for some reason. Um, so I'm not sure what NS means for Europe. I'll find out. Go ahead. Keep um, it's the Switch version, 
Nintendo Switch version was delayed in Europe uh, and is now scheduled Nintendo for Switch. May 10th. Okay, so that's what that means. Yeah. So May 10th, Nintendo Switch. Um, part of Europe? Uh, okay, so Europe, I'm guessing PlayStation 4, Xbox, and Windows will still be able to get that on the 23rd. What the hell was that? Bless you. I sneezed. So, <laughs> so Chris just sneezed. Um yeah, that's what I was asking what the hell that was. So now you can't cut that out of the uh, it's just mm-hmm. podcast. You, list, you get to hear the sneeze, everybody. We're leaving everything in. <laughs> okay, so base roster for this game. You're looking at Baraka, uh, Cassie Cage, Devora, Aaron Black, uh, Garrus, uh, Jockey Briggs, Jade, Johnny Cage, Cabal, Kano, Raiden, Scorpion, Scarlet, Sonya Blade, Sub-Zero. There is one DLC character, and I do believe if you pre-order it, it's Shao Kahn. Um, yes. At some point, I'm sure he's unlockable if you don't pre-order. But uh, if you want to play him from the beginning, Shao Kahn, I guess. Hopefully, they don't just lock him to pre-orders only, because that would really suck ass if you really want to play Shao Kahn. Me, personally, I've never been impressed with Shao Kahn. Um, and when you do get to play with him, he feels kind of cheaty, because he hits really hard. And there's really no reason anyone should want to play him against another uh, combatant, uh, you know, professionally or competitively, you know, sort of like that. Oh, wow. I was just looking at this. It says there's supposed to be 25 playable characters yeah. at launch. Uh, yes. And those that, you, those that you named are just the ones that they have confirmed. Yeah, these are the, that's the base roster, yes, yeah, that yeah. I named. And most likely you'll have to unlock the others. Sort of like right. you do in like Super Smash Brothers, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that's the way it's going to be outlined. It's what it looks like anyway from uh, from what I can see of uh, the game itself. You start for like five people or whatever in like this little cluster. And I'm sure it just unlocks from there. Right. So, of course, um, who who's putting out this game, you ask? It's going to be NetherRealm Studios. Uh, of course, they were brought in uh, back in 2010 to help or replace, really, Warner Brothers Interactive. That's what it said in my notes, anyway, or what I read. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. So, if you know anything, let us know. Put it in the comments below there. Uh, they are using Unreal Engine 3, so you can you know expect some fantastic fight scenes, mm-hmm. uh, graphics, and... Uh, and movement even. Uh, movement's going to be super fluid uh, from what I've seen of the game so far. They are having a beta test. Um, if you pre-ordered it, and I think that's for the PlayStation and Xbox only. Um, and I think that's uh, March the 28th or something like that. I can't remember offhand. Yeah, uh, the beta test starts on March 28th. Um, and then there was something else, um, a stress test, public online stress test should be March 15th and 17th. Hmm. So they're going to be testing that out, you know, cause of course you can play, uh, against people online, which is really cool. Uh, back in the day, if you wanted to play somebody, you had to go to their house <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and you better hope they had the game. Otherwise you're bringing your version of the game. And a lot of people didn't want to bring their version of the game because, oh, it's going to get dirty or beat up. You know, those types of things we worried about as a kid that were so important, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it was always a big deal. It's like, hey, man, 
hey man, you got to be careful with that. I just got it. <laughs> That's exactly. You better not fucking look at it <coughs> incorrectly. Or you're gonna get it. <laughs> now, dude, don't drop my cartridge. What are you doing? Punch him right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I, I'm kind of excited about this game is the fact that McFarland Toys did announce that. Uh, they were going to be producing a lot of action figures for this. Oh, nice. So, McFarlane, the first McFarlane um, figure I ever laid my eyes upon was one of the Spawn characters, which, of course, mm. was Spawn. And yep. I, I was working at a place called Babbage's when I seen this, and that's a long time ago. Um, oh, wow, Babbage's. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Uh, Babbage's was one of the companies that was uh, arm, uh, armed owned by Barnes and Noble and of course you know they're not around now because Babbage's was a uh, it's like a a gaming store but you also we sold uh, uh, like parts for computers as well uh, mm-hmm. but we we did a lot of video game stuff but that's when we still had retro stuff in the store you could come in and buy a regular Nintendo game Super Nintendo game stuff like that uh, it was the year 2000 I think might have been the year. Yeah, no, no, I think it was ninety eight, ba- ninety nine. Now Babbage's wasn't that? Didn't didn't they get uh, scooped up by the? Was it GameStop or? Uh, I'm not no. sure. What Let's was the see. other video? There was a there was another video game place before EB GameStop. Games. EB Games. That's right. Um, but Babbage's, of course, was named after a mathematician. Hmm. Um, but I don't know what Barnes and Noble did with it. GameStop. Uh, traces its roots to Babbage's. Um, I don't know. It had some weird things going on back in the day there. Right. Um, I just noticed you were talking about the pre-ordering earlier. Yes. You, you do get Shale Khan, and you also get access to beta testing. Yes. Which is, uh, it starts on March 28th. Yes. We said this. Did you? Yes, I did. I did not you hear see it. this, people, or hear this, people. I'm going to strangle him next time I see him. That's fine. Which will probably be a I, year from now, anyway. I'll probably deserve it. Most likely. Um, <laughs> I also noticed a cool little uh, tidbit down in the Wikipedia notes. Um, the guy who's been voicing Scorpion for the last 10 years, named Patrick Seats, he is. Uh, he didn't find out he wasn't voicing Scorpion until they released the official trailer for it. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Wow. Yeah. Why did they uh, cut him out? I wonder. Um, he actually wonders at himself here on his Twitter. I'll read you a few excerpts here. He says, "I can't speak to the rationale behind the recasting, as nobody has told me anything, or that it even was a thing." Because he didn't even know that More Combat Eleven was in development apparently oh I see where he says it's a hell of a way to find out I'm not voicing Scorpion <laughs> yeah well and it also says in the in the wiki in the Wikipedia notes it also says that uh, later in the later the same month uh, Vic Chow who voiced Kenshi Triborg and Goro from Mortal Kombat X revealed that a majority of the cast from previous Mortal Kombat installments won't return in 11 himself included so they've they're going to have different people voicing, yeah. Well, I know most that of the characters. Ronda Rousey does. Rousey, yeah, she's doing Sonya Blade. Blade. Yes. So they're, they're probably trying to go more modern, um, more youthful to maybe mm-hmm. get a grasp on you know P 
people playing fighting games because fighting games really have kind of dropped off unless it's like fucking um, Smash Brothers. Really, I yeah. mean, I don't see a Mortal Kombat E League or whatever, but there may be one. I've just never seen one. How's that sound? I'm sure there is one out there. Right. Let's. I'm gonna do some looking at competition here. <clears throat> and and this game looks now. really, really cool. Um, okay, so apparently there trailer. was a tournament in Mortal Kombat 10. Where the hell was I at? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I gotta be a really kid. Cool I don't know. Um, I love just... the, the stage designs of this game so far, to what I've seen. I, Scorpion has been their main focus on a lot of the trailers. Always. Mm-hmm. It's always Scorpion and fucking something up there. They're... He's fighting Sonya Blade, and there's one thing I noticed about this game. Of course, the backgrounds and stuff look amazing, but there's Scorpion is fighting Sonya Blade in this trailer, and Baraka keeps popping in and stabbing the shit out of Sonya Blade, <laughs> like const- <laughs> like constantly. Like it happens a lot. Um, so it's like shall it's like um, Scorpion has Baraka as his assistant or something. So I'm not sure how that works in the gameplay. It's didn't say it didn't show them picking that he could pick somebody. Rocket just kept showing up and stabbing her and throwing down a flag and just doing all kinds of crazy shit. So I don't know what that mm. is about, but it looked really interesting. <clears throat> well, based on the gameplay footage that I've been watching, I mean, it looks like they're going to have the you're going to have the ability to, you know, some of the moves are going to include weapons. It uh, some of the stuff it actually shows graphic depictions of the weapon, the blades being shoved into whatever body part and push through. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of really cool moves in this game. It's, they've actually, you know, a long time, alongside like the fatalities and brutalities, they've actually got new gameplay features called the crushing blow and fatal blow. A fatal blow it says here that the fatal blow is a special move, deals a large amount of damage, but only becomes available when a player's health drops below thirty percent. It acts as a replacement for the X ray super move. You remember the yes. X ray moves? Yes. So they're they're getting rid of the, they're they're replacing the X ray with fatal blows, and then crushing blow is a cinematic variation of a special move. Where it shows so that's, like their bones breaking, I think. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Crushing, stabbing. Like I know Scorpion was stabbing Sonya Blade with his hooks. Oh, and you can pick up weapons from the environment. Oh, nice! I just watched Sonya Blade pick up some kind of gong mace from the temple and just hit the fuck. It, it, she hit Scorpion in the ribs and crushed his ribs. Oh, dude, that's cool. And then she uppercuts him and crushed his jaw. And then she does a. She gonna do a finisher? Nope, no finisher. Oh nope, she did a finisher. It's the it's the air support. Holy shit! Ah, uh, where she slams him up into the helicopter. Yeah. That looks badass. <laughs> this this game looks really amazing. Um, I think I'll pick it up for the Switch for sure. I'll probably get it for the Switch as well. That way, I can take it with me to work. Cause I like that's where <laughs> I like to play my um. Super Smash Brothers as well because I get bored and uh, a lot of times I'll run out of episodes of, of of some shows on Netflix to watch 
Of course, I've been watching this one show on Netflix called Love. It's fucking hilarious. So if you haven't watched that yet, you should definitely check that out. Uh, that's for you guys. Or if anybody else is listening and wants to watch that too, go right ahead. Just for a <laughs> warning, if you're not an adult, do not watch it. But it's like Judd Apatow, didn't he? did that show. Um, I guess, whoever that is. What? I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't know the names of people that write things. <laughs> he just... You know, you ever heard of a movie called uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yes, I have. So he did that? Yeah, it's, he, he wrote that movie. His wife Sweet. is a chick who said, throws up on him and stuff. Says, oh, Fuck really? French toast. Fucking French oh, toast. <laughs> <laughs> she was also in wife. Big Daddy and <laughs> other movies. Mm-hmm. I forgot what her name is. Oh, she's also uh, This Is 40 with Paul Rudd. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's Judd Apatow movie. Okay. So I should definitely check on his movies then. Uh once you And go he's ahead a comedian and... too. He's... Really? He's got a special on Netflix, it's really good. Sweet. I'll check mm. that out. But as far as Mortal Kombat goes, I believe it's gonna be an awesome game, just like Mortal Kombat ten and the other Mortal Kombat's. Um you know, of course, Ed Boone also worked on like Injustice and things like that, you know, of course because of NetherRealm Studios. You know, had their hands in that. You know, that's right. who they're with. And, uh, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. So, uh, Batman, Arkham City, Lockdown, uh, that was on, like, your mobile phones. You also had Arkham Origins. Um, those are, I think, mobile phones as well. Um, WWE Immortals is on mobile phones. Injustice 2 was actually on PlayStation, Windows, and Xbox One, and mobile phones. So they have a lot of um, audience out there, a lot of platforms that they have games on. Yeah. So not not just Mortal Kombat from those guys, but uh, NetherRealm does a pretty good job. They always have. Um, of course, he used to have, uh, what was it, John Tobias? was the other guy's name that they uh when they started Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And then yep. of course they parted ways after uh Tobias left Midway back in the day, so and of course Midway doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. I think they were dissolved altogether. Yeah. Pretty sure I hadn't seen their name on anything in a long time. Yeah. But fighting game, um blood gore, guts. It's Mortal Kombat baby. And it looks awesome. <laughs> if you like to if you like to dominate your friends, this is the one to get. Yeah, look at some trailers. The trailers are really impressive. Yeah, it so, looks like it's going to be a, a pretty pretty solid game. I mean, of course, Mortal Kombat X, it got a lot of lot of gameplay. A lot of people played this game. A lot of, uh, a lot of good reviews, as far as I remember. And apparently there was competition for this shit, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm going to have to pay attention more, I guess. Of course, I'm not going to be participating in the competition. I'd probably get def- <laughs> murdered in five seconds. But, you know, these people know how to uh, block at the right time. And uh, and they're supposed to be, um, I think, inside this game, if you block at a, a precise time, there's going to be, like, other stuff you can do. Uh, some mm-hmm. kind of, like, comeback system or comeback window. Uh, I think they refer, it, refer to it as uh, flawless block mechanics. So if you... Like it's it's like very precise timing block, and you'll be able to uh, counter uh, some things mm. that the other characters are trying to do to you, uh, right. quicker or better. The 
the thing that I saw about it that was that this that is going to be interesting for me is the the new boss character. Uh, oh, what was her name? Chronica. Chronica. Chronica yeah. Or whatever yeah. And she's she supposedly has been involved in the whole thing from you know from the well, beginning she holds and the balance of chaos. Right, and she's actually trying to revert time. She's trying what? to rewind time, and that's going to make it where she's trying to correct. She's trying to correct what Raiden's been doing. Um, younger, older, those types of things. Liu Kang before he was evil. Um, oh, spoiler alert! Shit. Uh, <laughs> so if you haven't played part <laughs> ten or the one before <laughs> that, um, yeah. So, anyways, Liu Kang turns evil. <laughs> And, he uh, dies, right? Comes back as like a zombie Liu Kang or something. Well, he just turns. He's an evil Liu Kang. I don't know any kind of zombie. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks like a zombie. He yeah. looks like a zombie. He's just basically he's like Sindel and Melina, and well, Melina mm-hmm. was made, but Sindel was, uh, which, well, of course, Katana's mother was killed first or turned into something, you know, a banshee. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was we talking about? Oh, yeah, Chronica. Uh, she's going to try to correct what Raiden's been doing. So, basically, what Raiden's uh, idea to protect everybody from evil is to kill everything or kill all the evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes back in time and tries to kill evil and does some killing, you know, and stuff like that. And that's what she's here to, to fix is kind of balance out what he's been going through and messing up. Right, so to say. Oh, and the 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 other interesting thing about it is that she is the series' first female boss. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see that first female boss. I'm pretty sure she's going to be probably uh, an ass kicker. So you may want to brush up on your moves before you just dive off into that. Another thing mm-hmm. I watched on some of the uh, behind the scenes things that I, I got a hold of was. There's going to be like this tower mode, uh, tower of time mode that you can do. And uh, they were talking about some of the stuff might take you four or five hours, could take you a week to finish, could take, you know, a lot longer. Um, it is just a way to for you to interact with the game more and, and different things like that instead of it just being a, you know, let's get in here, select fighters, and that's it mm. type of deal. Yeah. Well, it all sounds. I, I got to admit that just from you know the videos that I've watched and <clears throat> you know what we've read here and talked about, it all sounds like it's going to be a pretty sweet game. I, I think it'll be great. Yeah, I'm ready for it, and I'm hoping that I can get a hold of it and with very minimal cost. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a copy of the game, Netherrealm. Fuck. Mm. Get this man a free copy. If anybody knows Netherrealm people, tell Mr. Boone I would greatly appreciate a copy of the game. But anyways, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) That's all he has to say about that. Life is like a box of chocolates. Fucking get this chocolate out of here. I'm getting fat. (laughs) So, I guess that we are wrapped up 
that is a wrap on Mortal Kombat 11. Wrap. Wrap it up. So now it's Be time where we, we'll <laughs> tell you guys where you can find us out there on the internet. So, Zach, I want you to go first, bro. Tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, come find me on YouTube, Genova Destro. Come on. It should be in the description of this podcast. Maybe not. Probably my real name is Zach. Um, also, I'm on Twitter, at Genova Destro. Twitch is still Genova Destro. And uh, if you haven't been by my YouTube channel in a while, I've actually posted a lot of good stuff uh, recently. I've uh, had about three streams of Anthem. And uh, I, like I said, I finished Bayonetta. I did put the Jubileus fight on there. So that way you can enjoy me kicking the crap out of an end boss. And uh, <laughs> if there's something y'all'd like to see me play, uh, let me know. All right. And Scott, what about you, my friend? Where are you at? Well, I mean, you know, I'm on uh, YouTube's at The Games of Death and on Twitter at it's uh, at Death Dealer 3. And I think you guys can go to HortonBrothersGrim.com. Don't we have links to all our stuff on there? Of course we do. Linkies. Awesome. So it's all in one spot. Just go check out the website. Click yes. the fucking links, okay? Or if you're listening, if you're listening on iTunes or whatever, you can actually go to the episode description and all that stuff's there as well. It's right there below when you're listening. It's right there in the description of this very podcast. So yes, of course you can find me on my YouTube channel, Bang Bang Potato. But I'm also doing another podcast with my friend Wade. It's called the Disney Tonic, and we actually, at first, was only going to do about uh, uh, ten episodes for the first season. But we decided to do a second season called Chapter Two, that is very much more topical things about Disney instead of about our trip. It's actually we're going to talk about one of our topics is. What ride would you wait 30 minutes plus to ride? Teacups. Um, <laughs> yes, the teacups. Oh, thank God that wasn't a 30-minute wait. <laughs> well, nobody um, wants to ride that. I'll just stay on it all day. I'll, that's my favorite. <laughs> I love the teacups. The teacups are Zach's favorite. Um, you know, just little topical things like that. And Check us out. We're on Podbean as well there. And you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm putting lots of content on Instagram. On my Instagram TV channel, Castle of Illusion. Do you want to see a complete playthrough of that game? Go to my Instagram channel, Bang Bang Potato, and you can watch me play that game all the way through. It's awesome. The videos, I've been putting them out every day. Ten-minute segments, and it is great. And that is where you can find me. And of course, as Scott mentioned, you can see all the links to all the things we're talking about down in the description of this podcast. That's right. right well, we have made it to that point, gentlemen. Hashtag Beasterize. <laughs> if you're a Beasterizer, leave us a five-star rating. <laughs> I bet you we could sing it to the uh, melody of Womanizer, maybe. I'm a Beasterizer, you're a Beasterizer. I don't know. No, you know, you're a Womanizer, that song. I think it was Britney Spears yeah. or some shit, I don't know. You're a Beasterizer? Yeah, we could try yeah, it. Uh, t- I, somebody I, I don't know do this song man. for us. Why not? What the hell's wrong with you? Where, <laughs> why do you know music anymore? I, I don't I don't know Britney Spears music. Why bro. wouldn't you know Britney Spears music? Um, The last thing I remember from Britney Spears was, um, uh, what was it? Hit Me Baby One More Time. I'm sure somebody already did that because she wouldn't shut up. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just, that's a joke, everybody. I'm kidding. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leave Britney alone. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that guy, huh? Yeah, that guy was yeah. nuts. But no, it was on um, Dance Dance Revolution or something for the Wii. Is the reason I know it because I would play. Uh, no, yeah, whatever that dance game was for the the mm-hmm. Wii came out. But it was on there. But I'm just saying, Beasteriser kind of goes with Womanizer. You know, Womanizer, Beasteriser is kind of the same syllables. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. pretty close. Yeah. So, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. It fits. So yeah. you somebody, do that. somebody do that for us and uh, submit it. That'd be great. We'll uh, And you could uh, get it in the next podcast, maybe. Maybe so. We'll see. We we'll could talk. feature we could feature a clip from that. Well, on that'll be our on, soundtrack the, spotlight. The, there you go. There yeah, you if go. you do that, I'll make you the soundtrack spotlight. So somebody do it. That'd be great. <laughs> but you have to All sing right. it in your own voice and make sure you play the music yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> co- yeah. oh, wow. you know, because of copyright yeah. laws. Yeah. Maybe do we'll it acapella without music. I'm just saying. I, I, we can't saying. get a copyright strike here, guys. I, I don't know. Well, that's true. Yeah, we don't want to do that. No, definitely not. I don't own Britney Spears yet. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Well, we're not going to talk about yet. owning people. <laughs> I'm talking about the right start music shit. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the podcast. So, guess what time it is? It's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Laters. Later, people. Peace.